You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have a transformative week full of planetary transits. We have a lot going on this week. Mercury is going retrograde, which is going to cause us to review the things that's happened over the last three weeks. Everything that's been going on regarding Virgo themes, regarding Libra themes, since August 20th will definitely come up over this next three weeks. We have the full moon occurring in Pisces this week on the 10th, which should help us understand the importance of connecting with our intuition. And this is a pretty even week with Mercury, Venus, and Mars making up most of the transits, causing us to focus on our communication, love life concerns, and how we assert ourselves. By the way, Mars is in pre-shadow retrograde. I think I made a typo on one of my last videos, one of my last podcasts. Mars went into shadow on third. So Mars is in pre-shadow retrograde at this moment. I will link an article to Mars pre-shadow retrograde in the description box below and what you can expect from this retrograde and just how to prepare yourselves for the Mars retrograde season. And of course, I will be talking about that all the way up until we get to the Mars retrograde, which will occur on October 3rd. 30th. Just looking at the vibes going on this week, it is definitely an edgy week and this is due to the edgy alignments we have this week. So this is a week chock full of hardcore alignments with one in particular being the easiest and that doesn't occur until about the 11th. So the graph is going to reflect those things. We have ambitious energy, we have motivational energy, we have driven energy and that will be at its peak on the 5th and then it'll happen around the 8th all the way up until about the 11th. It's a low amount compared to what we have in the beginning of the week but when we see motivational energy a lot of the times it has a lot to do with the transits that we're having that are complex that are hardcore thing is hardcore alignments they push us to act they push us to take care of business they push us to take care of things that need to get taken care of that we might have let go or or just lack the motivation to take care of at all so this is definitely going to be a week that's going to be revved up but one good thing is we will be taking care of business however it's difficult and there is just not a lot of easy energy throughout this week so we can expect things like emotional sensitivity and solitude to show up on the graph from the 6th to the 7th emotional sensitivity is at its highest throughout this week so It could be a week where you feel more triggered than normal, you're more sensitive than normal, or you could be dealing with people who have a hair trigger, or they just seem more emotional than normal or more dramatic than typical. A lot of that's going to get pronounced through this week. And around the 7th, we have solitude energy, and there is going to be a need to pull back. And of course, with solitude energy, there's a need to have some space to yourself, have some time to yourself, get away from people, process what you're feeling and your thoughts. Sometimes when you're feeling like that and your emotions are raw, the last thing you need is people in your face. And so this may be that week where you're asking for that or you're just quietly going off somewhere so you can have a moment to yourself so yeah this is definitely an edgy week for sure let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect as a reminder don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow and if you'd like to support the work of this channel you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee there's a link in the description box below On the 5th, Venus is going to make a sesquiquadrate with Chiron. So when this energy comes up, a lot of it has to do with understanding your worth when it comes to love and financial situations. With an alignment like this, there could be something that triggers us to understand why certain situations are no longer worth our time. It could be something that's said by someone. It could be something that's said by a significant other. Or a situation at a job where you're understanding exactly how much you're valued by a person. So this could drudge up feelings of, I deserve better than this. This isn't 
worth my time any longer. And this is not to say that all of a sudden you're going to jump out of a relationship on this particular day or leave a job on this particular day. I always say when these hard transits with relationships and money, when they come up, make sure you have a proper exit strategy. So that way you're not creating chaos within your life. You want to make sure you have stability. You want to make sure that when you are leaving the situation that you're set. Because when these things come up, the urge to get out of these situations will definitely be strong. But a lot of the times these things come up so you can heal the parts of you that feel inadequate when it comes down to finances, when it comes down to love situations. That way you can get to a place where you have confidence within yourself and you're seeking out situations that are healthy and balanced for you that you actually deserve. That next day on the 7th, the sun's going to make a quincunx with Chiron. This is one of those alignments where a pep talk is absolutely needed. This is one of those days where you're going to want to find someone to pump yourself up. You're going to want to watch something motivational, maybe on YouTube or read something motivational or just something that helps you uplift your spirits because with an alignment like this, our confidence can fluctuate. It can go up and down where one moment you feel like yourself again and the next moment you're doubting who you are overall. This can cause us to feel self-conscious about ourselves. This has caused us to feel as though we're maybe not likable, which which is totally not true. But you know, when you have those feelings, it's hard not to think that that's the case, especially when you're having one of those days where self-defeat seems to wash over you, which this alignment can bring that. And it brings in an element of confusion because it is a quincunx. So there could be moments where we're just not seeing something for what it really is. We're not seeing ourselves truly for who we are. And we're wondering, wonderful and rad and awesome, but we end up questioning ourselves and doubting our likability as a result of this. And I mean, on that same day, at least the sun is in a trine with the north node and a sextile with the south node. So that may take some of the sting out the air. It may help you release a lot of old habits that hold you back and go towards something that may be a little bit scary. But at the same time, it's going to be beneficial for you in the long run. So do the best you can when these energies hit. The next day on the 9th, Mercury is going into retrograde. Mercury went into the shadow period close to the end of Virgo on August 20th, then went into Libra on August 25th. So the Libra portion will be longer since we've had the Libra portion from the 25th of August all the way up until the 9th, and then it'll backtrack into Virgo by the time we get to the 22nd of September. So we have a longer period with Libra energy. And even though the Virgo portion is shorter compared, it will still pack a punch more or less just because Mercury is in one of its home signs. Mercury going retrograde in one of its home signs definitely intensifies it. It definitely enunciates a lot of the the symptoms we experience during a Mercury retrograde period. Starting with the Virgo portion, think back to what was going on with you since August 20th regarding Virgo themes. Have you been working on harsh inner dialogue? Have you been working with issues of taking care of others more than you take care of yourself? Virgo energy has a lot to do with acts of service, and there's nothing wrong with that, of course, but on the unhealthy end, we could neglect ourselves. But on the unhealthy end, we can neglect ourselves. And this is due to just being overly helpful. This is due to the need to be useful when it comes down to your relationships. It's about working on issues when it comes down to needing to be needed because that can result in having no time for yourself. That could also result in being taken advantage of as well. And just also, again, being too overly sacrificial, which isn't healthy. Again, super fine to help other people. At the same time, you also have to help yourself too as well. So this could be one of the other issues that's appearing when it comes down to Virgo energy. We could be working on issues when it comes down to overthinking. We could be working on issues when it comes down to perfectionism in Virgo energy. So this could be an issue with overanalyzing things to the where you get analysis paralysis as a result of it. 
or you created something and it's fantastic, but you won't submit it because you feel like it's not good enough or you feel as though it's not perfect enough, which could get in the way of you having something wonderful. And whether that's submitting it for business purposes or something that can actually help you out in the long run or just anything like that, this could be a thing where you're afraid to submit it because you don't feel as though it looks good. With this Virgo portion, we can go back to something that wasn't correct or we ignored the details, which is the opposite of perfectionism and overanalyzing. We could be looking at something that we overlooked, we glossed over, we skimmed, and now we're having to fix it. Now we're having to go back in and correct it. Now we're having to go back in and possibly resign something because we didn't look at all the details of a situation and whether that be a contract, a document of sorts, or just anything that you definitely needed to pay attention to. This could be a period where that's coming back so that way you can resolve all such things. That Virgo portion can be a period of coming back to conversations that were overly harsh or resolving things that were left unsaid. So if there were issues with miscommunication, this could be a period of fixing that. So the Virgo portion, when we come to it, it'll be from September 22nd until October 10th. Coming back to the Libra portion, that started on August 25th. So think about what was going on in your life regarding Libra things. Libra is an air sign. Air signs have a lot to do with our relationships. Last year, we had Mercury retrograde fully in Libra. So this could bring up some things that didn't get resolved relationship-wise from September of 2021 through a little bit of October of 2021. And with Libra, the relationships we deal with are our close relationships, our one-on-one relationships. Everyone thinks of Libra and we think romantic relationships, which it absolutely has a lot to do with that mostly, but it also has to do with close relationships. And so your close relationships are your tight friendships. They're close relatives and close relatives being relatives you consider friends. Relatives you're actually close to to relationship-wise. This could be our business contacts, this could be our affiliates, this could be people we network with, people we collaborate with. And also one uncomfortable theme that it does open our eyes to, which is our open enemies, those who openly oppose us. That has a lot to do with the seventh house. It does tie into the Libra themes. A lot of the times you can see this tie into a Mercury retrograde in Libra, or if you're having a progressed moon in Libra and things like that, but that's going far off topic. Before I get ahead of myself, (laughs) think about what was going on with you since August 25th regarding these themes, regarding your relationships. Has there been an issue with unfairness in your relationships? Has there been a lack of harmony and balance within your relationships? Has there been an issue when it comes down to passive aggressive behavior within your relationships? Was this a period where you're working on codependency in relationships or losing your identity in relationships? Also, situations where you don't speak up and you keep just to keep the peace within your relationships. Has there been an issue with that? And things are just starting to build up. And the problem with this is it's nice to keep the peace. We all want peace. We all want harmony. Sometimes the problem with that and not speaking up and asserting yourself, it turns into resentment. So has there been an issue with that where things are brewing and you no longer either like this person or you're very resentful towards this person and it's changed the dynamics of the relationship. And speaking of which, has this been a period where you've been working on people-pleasing conduct? In other words, have you discovered something within yourself where, you know, you may have some people-pleasing behavior that you're wanting to work on because it's coming at a cost to you and it's bringing a lot of confusion within your relationships where there's no boundaries and you're giving, giving, giving and abandoning yourself and your own needs as a result and that's also creating resentment. Interestingly, both signs... Virgo and Libra have a lot to do with giving to other people and not filling their own cups back up. So that's something else that's very similar within this retrograde with both signs. So something to be aware of in terms of like fairness and relationships and giving too much and feeling 
away about things after the fact. The Libra portion is also one of those retrogrades where you can expect to hear back from exes if there's been something that's unresolved, something left unsaid. If there needs to be some sort of validation, there may be an ex that pops back up as a result of this Libra portion. And of course, not all exes, but speaking of exes, this could be a period of recognizing those who oppose you, either resolving the situation or it's just bringing to your awareness somebody who doesn't have your best interests at heart and you're learning how to set boundaries with this person and you're learning how to keep your distance. You're distancing yourself from that relationship. And again, not to say all exes are enemies and things like that, but you know, speaking of exes, this just kind of happens to roll into that. So the labor portion will go on from August 25th all the way up until the 22nd of September because Mercury will backtrack into Virgo. Then the labor portion will resume from October 10th all the way till the 16th. This is still the shadow period. This is the post-shadow period. And after the 16th, Mercury will continue in Libra, but Mercury in Libra as it normally is without all the retrograde stuff and all the fun and benefits and lovely things that come with Mercury in Libra, we'll be able to enjoy for the rest of the month because Mercury will be in Libra in until the 29th of October and then go off into Scorpio. So yeah, this is one hell of a Mercury retrograde. The last retrograde we'll have will be fully in Capricorn. It will not be a double sign retrograde, so at least there's that. The zodiac signs that will experience this retrograde the most will be Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn between 0 and 10 degrees of these configurations. And the mutable signs, Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces between 24 to 29 degrees of these arrangements. On the 9th, Mars is going to make a sesquiquadrate with Pluto. So this alignment is part one to a series of these alignments that will happen with Mars and Pluto. Mars and Pluto will connect in this way a few more times throughout its retrograde period since Mars is in its pre-shadow retrograde. Only is the 9th an important date to jot down in terms of the Mercury retrograde, but it's also important because of this alignment because this one is going to come back a couple more times and I will, of course, talk about it every time it pops up. But this one can bring up situations where we speak recklessly to others, especially with Mars being in Gemini. There could be a bunch of immaturity that's occurring and suffering the consequences of our immaturity as a result. So be aware of impulsive behavior. If someone is setting boundaries with you and telling you no, just take them for their word and take no for an answer because this will come back up to haunt you. I mean, Either way, if someone says no, we definitely absolutely have to take no for an answer. If someone says no, that means no. But this is one of those alignments where it will definitely come back throughout the retrograde. So if there's something that you rushed into, if there's there's an important document that required you to go over the details, because again, we're dealing with a mercurial sign in, a, in, in Mars, this can ramp up the impulsivity or impatience. And you know, you're not looking at all the details about something that you need to sign. So you want to be aware of that. Also, again, Mercury is retrograde this day. So you want to be aware of that. And another issue that can pop up with this is dealing with people who are power hungry, dealing with people who need to be aggressive, dealing with people who need to have the control or control the narrative or conversation and things like that. People who just think they're bigger and badder than everybody else. So this could drudge up conflict as a result of that. And speaking of drudging up, this also can drudge up things that were not meant to be said or someone's personal business or gossip and things like that just with this being attached to the Mercury retrograde and also Mars being in Gemini. So things can be said that weren't meant to be said or blurted out that we need to be aware of. So pay attention to this. Pay attention to the ninth. Jot all this stuff down because it will come back 
a couple of more times throughout the retrograde. So do the best you can when this energy hits. Also on that same day, Venus is making a quincunx with Jupiter. I welcome this energy. And even though it's a quincunx, even though it's a hard alignment between Venus and Jupiter, Venus and Jupiter alignments are easy compared to everything else. It's not harsh energy. If anything, it results in just some poor decision making and just overindulgence and being celebratory and, you know, just being over the top. So be aware of your spending, of course. Be aware of being over the top in love life situations. It's a quincunx, so sometimes we have a tendency to not necessarily pay attention to certain things and we can find ourselves going overboard when it comes down to again romance overindulging drinking too much eating too much or even just being overly lazy and not realizing how much time has passed through the day because we just want to veg and relax and you know maybe just eat candy all day this is definitely that type of energy where you just want to eat Reese's Pieces all day so it could be a moment of after dealing with some of the conflicting energies the harder energies you're just wanting to lay down and relax and just be away from everything and honestly this alignment I welcome it because yeah you're going to need to make yourself feel better you're going to need to pep yourself back up you're going to need to baby yourself after everything that's going on with some of the energies throughout this week but just try to stay as balanced as you possibly can and try not to overdo it otherwise this alignment itself yeah it has its complications but at least it's not super harsh by the time we get to the 11th we have some easier energies and yes one is a harder alignment but still nothing in comparison to mars and pluto connecting and the venus chiron stuff and the other stuff we saw this week with saturn and the sun the sun's going to make a trine with uranus which is amazing for boosting your intellectual abilities so if this week has gotten you down this boosts your confidence your ego in the most healthy way possible and it does that just by know-how just by intelligence just by having breakthrough moments um you're able to find solutions to complex problems and feel more self-assured of yourself as a result of this and even though this is a retrograde alignment and it means we are fully getting into the uranus retrograde season it's still a very beneficial one it is still a helpful one it's one of progress honestly the cool thing is it gets us not taking ourselves too seriously it gets us connecting with our quirky side it gets us connecting with the side of us that doesn't care what other people think and we're ourselves unabashedly no matter how quirky and zany our sense of humor is so it's great for social situations it's great for outside the box social situations aren't your ordinary everyday basic bitch sort of hangout situation so this could be a day of trying something new and going on an adventure doing something that's just outside of your comfort zone and even if this isn't about going out and socializing this could just be a day of just trying something new for yourself or feeding some new cutting edge interest that you've adopted and on that same day mercury's making a semi-sextile with venus and so with this alignment this being a mercury retrograde alignment this is going to bring up situations that we haven't resolved in terms of our communication and our dating situations and our social situations overall this could be with friends this could be with associates and things like that co-workers anything to do with those types of relationships so there may be some sort of complex vibe to the air in terms of the communication meaning becoming antsy if you're not getting a response right away or you're not getting the attention you're needing immediately which could result in saying the wrong thing and creating a little bit of conflict so that's just something you want to be aware of this is also a day where things can get a little bit weird when it comes down to text messages or your inbox 
and things like that or just it has a bit of a flirty tone to it so there could be some random flirts that end up occurring as a result of this sometimes it's not a bad thing sometimes it might not be something you want but this does pop up within this energy also you want to be aware of behavior on social media within this energy too because there could be moments of posting stuff and expecting a huge result and not getting the results you want which could be a confidence zapper or posting something that might get misread or misunderstood by people and, and they're taking it as attention seeking behavior so it has a little bit of weird spots again not the harshest energy it's just more or less just be aware of how you handle yourself communication wise and social media anyway i hope you all have the best week ever 